a banger right there what's going on everybody hope you're all doing well and uh doing your your physical distancing and your your quarantining oh layla just about knocked my book over um uh me and layla are doing well we're uh we're hanging out in the van as usual right outside the gym uh we've kind of been enjoying ourselves actually you know as quiet as it is around here it's kind of cool because i just feel like i'm on an acreage sometimes like you know, last night I, I had Layla off leash quite a bit, just kind of running around, sniffing things, pissing on stuff. And, uh, you know, I was just hanging out by the van with the doors wide open, music playing. Um, it was really cool. And uh, this podcast is going to be about dancing. <laughs> so a lot of you, you know, that have been following me on social media know that I have been, you know, showing videos of me learning how to shuffle step. And, um you know, it's funny, I'm 31, I turned 32 in August, and finally at this age, I I decided that I wanted to learn to dance, but the urge to dance did not start at this age. It's been a, a long, long, um, you know, insecurity of mine, but also uh, something that I've always really wanted to learn. I've always been fascinated and intrigued by dance. Um but uh, before I get into the the whole podcast, I do want to share a bit of a, a story and maybe something that will help you guys understand your own insecurities and maybe allow you to pull the trigger on them a little bit quicker than I did. Uh, like I said, you know, this is something that happened when I was a young teen. And uh, again, I'm, I'm over 30 now and I'm just just kind of... Uh, peeling off peeling off that insecurity and, and kind of heading towards it now and and um you know just doing something about it taking action so what led to those insecurities you know it's funny when we're young there's so many things that happen in our life that you don't really know how it affects you later in life and uh you know I've been doing a lot of you know dissecting of my own character and some of the flaws that I have some of the good things that I have and um you know, so when I was, uh, I think I was in grade six, maybe maybe grade seven. Either way, it was the first dance that I that I had attended, and you know, obviously I had no idea how to dance. And 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 th- at that age, you're you're kind of like going through puberty. You're you're trying to fit in. You're trying to be cool. So you know, you're we're all pretty sensitive at that age. And uh, you know, I wasn't always like the. I was like, I don't want to say I wasn't the cool kid. I did like I I hung out with everybody. I kind of just got along with with everybody. I was a bit of a chameleon, but um, I didn't have like the swag some of the other kids did, or like the the I don't give a shit attitude some of the other kids did. You know, I was a little bit more uptight, and so whenever I got embarrassed, it really affected me differently. And uh, <laughs> I remember when I when I went to the first dance. Um, you know, I, I, I don't even remember which girl it was. I don't even know if I was dating someone then. I don't know if it was Danielle Dalsog or what, but either way, I, I go to this dance and there's obviously kids everywhere. Um, you know, and I, I, I want, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was grade, I would have been in grade seven. So that was our, 
grade seven was when our high school grade started. It was grade seven to grade 12. So there's a lot of young kids and a lot of older kids. And then there's there's teachers and chaperones around the whole edge of it, kind of watching the kids, you know, probably just laughing and judging and, and also making sure that none of us, you know, got in any fights or were all messed up on drugs or alcohol. Because <laughs> I know we were young, but I also know some of my friends were, were dabbling in some, some, some drug abuse, uh, or not drug abuse, but just drugs at that age. But anyway, so we're, I'm in this gymnasium and, uh, you know, there's kids everywhere and the teachers, the chaperones. And I go to dance with this girl and just imagine like a, uh, a girl standing next, like across from you and you're, you know, you typically you would kind of grab around their waist or, or whatever, and they would grab around my neck. Usually the, the female would kind of grab around the neck or, you know, there's different hand positions, but that's kind of the, the base dance move at that age when nobody knows what they're doing. You know, you want to get close, you want to be bumping and grinding and, uh, <laughs> you know, what I did was I put my hands on the girl's shoulder and she put her hands on my shoulders. And then there we are standing like a meter apart from each other, straight arms across. Again, my arms are like straight, hands on her shoulders. Her arms are straight, hands on my shoulders. And so we're just kind of like, like waddling back and forth, left foot to right foot. And I think we were the only ones doing it. And I just remember that I think people were like laughing at me. And I, I think I, I feel like I could sense people were like, what the fuck are they doing? And ever since then, it like ingrained like a like a deep insecurity of dance and just looking foolish. And and that's not cool, but it happened. You know, it, it sucks. But uh, again, it, it did happen. And then throughout my life. You know, I remember when uh, So You Think You Can Dance started, the the TV show. And I remember seeing it for the first time and just being like, I, I just couldn't get enough of it. I loved it. I loved watching how athletic they were, how how quick on their feet they were, how cool some of the dances looked. It looked like it was just so fun, like especially if you have a partner and you're both just like, you know, in the moment with each other or in sync with each other. Um, you know, I was just fascinated by it. I always liked it. I appreciated it. And so that was my, that was kind of my first, you know, really shitty, like kind of embarrassing moment that really impacted me for years to come. And then even throughout my, you know, my later teens, then my early twenties, mid twenties, late twenties, eh, not really late twenties. I didn't go out after that, but, um, you know, again, I was in my twenties and I'd go to the bar, go to a club, you know, we go to meet chicks. And, uh, <laughs> I, again, I just was so insecure. I, I, I hated going to the bar because I was scared that someone was going to, you know, some girl was going to be like, Hey, like, let's dance. And I'd be like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to pass out out of embarrassment on the dance floor. So no. And, and girls would like, you know, that sometimes they like kind of laugh and like, Oh no, like, come on. And they like almost think that I'm playing hard to get. And they start like tugging on my arm and they're like, no, like, come on. And I'm like, no, I'm not going <laughs> like literally the answer is no nothing you say and no matter how cute you are ain't going on the dance floor um <laughs> you know and which is sad it's like you know when I look back on it I'm like how many fun opportunities did I miss out because I just didn't want to move my body to music and that's essentially all you're doing you're moving your body to music 
we've been, you know, humans have been dancing for thousands of years. There's, there's a, a few things in like human history that are, um, that'll never stop. And they've just been around for so long. You know, it's music, dance, fighting, storytelling, you know, it's, there's all these like kind of basic fundamentals that humans do. And for some reason, you know, dance, you know, maybe a little bit more so for men is kind of like viewed a little bit differently, especially in North America, I think. Um, but either way, I mean, it affected me like that, that moment when I was in grade seven on the dance floor, arms stretched across on the girl's shoulders, that moment impacted me for like 12 years, you know, going to the bar. I just, I, I didn't dance with people like the odd time I might, if I was like really drunk, you know, back in the day when I used to drink. Um, but, uh, for the most part, yeah, it was, it was a no go. I turned down so many girls trying to dance with me when I would go out, just literally just stand there being no. And then I'd be the guy standing in the corner with my arms crossed, trying to look cool while some other dork is dancing with the girl that just asked me having a blast. And I was like, fuck, (laughs) you know, but, uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so, oh, Layla, watch out there, girl. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I mean, so there's, so, so you think you can dance, you know, that show, uh, really kind of sparked some more interest and, and again, like I know I've talked, I've talked to a lot of friends and family about it, just subtly kind of making remarks about dance and how I, how I wanted to learn how to dance and blah, blah, blah. So lo and behold, here I am 31 years old, a pandemic hits, my income gets shut off. I got a whole lot of time on my hands. So now's the time, (laughs) you know, I finally, I took the initiative to learn how to dance now. And because, you know, I, I just, I went on TikTok and I started seeing all these shuffle, I think it's called shuffle step, shuffle dance. And I saw all these people doing like these solo dances and some of them are tutorials and some of them are just kind of, um, you know, had music crank and they were just grooving, you know, just kind of doing their thing. They're in the zone. And this looked like it was a lot of fun. So I was like, all right, you know what? If there's one thing that can kick me into high gear and learn how to dance, it's a global pandemic, which allowed me a shitload of time on my hands. So um, it's been really fun for me. And it's something that I, it, it, it pisses me off when I think about, you know, how good I could have been if I would have just been like, you know what? You like to dance, learn how to dance, start when you were young, but you know, never uh it's never too late to start something new um and so yeah i'm just really glad that i did i it really kind of sparked like a uh, a passion in me and even with relating it to fighting and martial arts you know it's it's been really enjoyable for me because i i do feel that it's so applicable so i i really allowed myself to obsess over it and dive into it like i have martial arts because i know that it translates well but also it just it helps my confidence it helps me have fun um, it's such a challenge. I haven't been this mentally challenged and physically challenged before in a long, long time. You know, I've been doing martial arts for a long time, like over 10 years. So when you tell me to, uh, hit almost any combo, it can be almost any combo, unless it's like a really flashy spinning kick of some sort that I just, I haven't, like, I'm not trained in Taekwondo or anything, but, um, almost any combo, on like the third or fifth try, I'll be pretty damn close to getting it and knocking it out of the park. Like I, I my technique's pretty good. I, like I said, I've been doing this a long time, but with dancing, it's like, 
I have to like break down these videos and really focus and really try to be a good student and learn and just rep it over and over and over again. And I feel stupid doing it sometimes, you know, sometimes you feel like, uh, you know, feel like a dumbass or like people will drive by when I'm on the parking lot dancing and, you know, I, I get insecure and at the, at the beginning, I actually would stop dancing when vehicles drove by. So some of the insecurities and, and lack of confidence sometimes will kick in. And, but you know what? I noticed that in the last week of me dancing, I don't give a shit. You can dance or you can drive by me and watch me dancing. You can giggle and point. I don't give a shit. I just don't. This is how I'm going to get good. So, um, you know, it's kind of nice. Like if you want to get good at something, you better be willing to look like a fool. I remember hearing that once, you know, it's like so many people want to look cool and talk shit from afar, but they're never willing to look like a fool. And so, you know, posting these dancing videos on my social media, like it, it was, it was uncomfortable. You know, like I said, I have like childhood traumas of like not, not being able to dance and just being very insecure in that aspect but you know I I guess the point of this story is to don't let those insecurities hold you down and prevent you from being who you are supposed to be you know and that's how I feel that this dance is done it's like oh wow this is like a big part of my life that was missing you know fighting is so fun and I'm super passionate about it but I don't want to just do the one thing Layla come here quit growling at everything dude just lay down. So yeah, I mean, I guess the the point of the this podcast is maybe like look at yourself, see if there's maybe something that happened to you in, you know, when you were younger, maybe in your teens when you're figuring yourself out and all emotional and and maybe that one thing really stopped you from you know, learning how to dance or asking that person out on a, on a date, you know, maybe it prevented you from starting this business or doing this. You know, there's so many different things that we never really know how our childhood can impact us. And, um, you know, for me, just with this time, with the whole quarantine and pandemic, I, I've really been kind of thinking about like things that affected me or things that happened when I was a, a younger kid and, you know, in my childhood and how they've impacted me later in my life. And so it's kind of a fun little thing to, to play around with and bounce in your head. But, you know, that that was a that was one big thing in my life. Um, from the moment that that one dance happened where my arms were straight across and her arms were straight across and we were we were hanging on to each other's shoulders like a fucking steering wheel and we're just kind of stiff, stiff as a two by four, bobbing back and forth, looking at each other <laughs> while, while people laugh. You know, that that one moment, it, it really did impact my life. And I'm just really glad that I was able to finally recognize that and just say, you know what, don't let this control you you know, go towards it, just break all the insecurities and the fear of dancing. And lo and behold, I mean, like when I like I posted some of the videos, and then I I watched them after and I can I can see in my face that I'm having fun, I'm enjoying it. And like some people posted like they were shitting all over TikTok. And some of them were kind of funny, you know, and then some people were like, Oh, I still haven't been bored enough to fuck with TikTok. And, you know, just uh, people always like to throw their little digs and I just don't care. I don't care anymore. Like I'm, I'm having fun. I'm learning how to dance. And, um, you know, once this is all over, I, I, I really want to learn how to like salsa dance with someone, you know, maybe I'll hit up some, you know, maybe a, a lady friend and, and learn how to salsa dance, or maybe I'll just meet someone at the studio, but I, I want to get good, you know, and I'm obviously going to continue fighting and, and training and teaching. And that's still my number one passion, but this has been a really fun 
um, kind of a, not a side hustle, but just another activity that I can do that, um, really allows me to express myself. You know, it's funny when I was young, I remember thinking in my head, the best way that I can express myself is through physical movement. You know, I've always been a a good athlete and I've always been able to show people what I'm about through physical action, you know, just through, uh, playing sports, fighting, you know, training, all that sort of thing. So, Um, This is just another one of those things that I can kind of express what my soul is, but through dance. And I'm I'm hoping that one day I get good enough to just kind of freestyle and just do my own thing. And I, and I know I will one day, but with time, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm about like, I think I'm right on a month. I think I've been dancing for a month and, uh, and I've been getting, I've been getting a lot better. I I know, I know that I'm progressing quickly and and it excites me, (laughs) you know, I know that I'll plateau because that's what happens, but you know, I just got to keep her going, just keep getting my reps in and, uh, um, conquering my insecurities. So that's, uh, that's today's podcast guys. I hope you, uh, enjoyed it. Um, and uh, if anything, I hope maybe you maybe you realize something in yourself when you're listening to it. You know, it's like you know what I neglected this for so many years because this. You know, I, it's funny. I remember hearing uh, the game, the the rap artist. He said something in a song, and it was like some people are like, you know, you know what a player is like. Something like a guy who just plays women, sleeps around. He said something like, some people are players because they got played once in elementary school and now they're just kind of a piece of shit. He obviously worded it a lot better, but the moral of the story was like, because that guy got played once and maybe felt humility and like kind of got humbled and just felt like a shithead, um, or or embarrassed, you know, maybe he got, he was like, he just felt betrayed by the girl. And so now he just becomes this asshole who treats women like shit and kind of sleeps around. And that's another example. That's another kind of childhood thing that can really shape the way that you treat others and, and the way that you live your life. So, um, anyway, I think I'm rambling. I think that's enough. I uh, hope you guys have been enjoying the the dancing. <laughs> I'm going to keep it going regardless whether you like it or not. So, so, so get ready. Um, but that's it for now. Hope you guys are staying safe and healthy. I love you all and, uh, see you next time.